Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another arbitrary conversation. Now, let's talk about what happened last week on SNL. Well, a lot of things happened. Okay. First of all, it was very interesting to see Elon on SNL. It's something that we normally don't see in terms of what SNL traditionally does on their show, but it was nice to see some change. Now, as for Dogecoin, that was a bit surprising. It didn't shoot up like all of us were anticipating. It went down because somebody said it was nothing more than a hustle, which caused the price to plummet. And of course, it didn't come crashing down. It recovered. When you go ahead and you look at the market cap on May 8th, the market cap on May 8th was around 82 million. The day before that, May 7th, it was 88. When you look at the market cap now, it's $72 billion, okay? That's as of May 14, as I am recording this, okay? Which is almost a week from when SNL aired. So it didn't totally plummet. It's depending on when you bought, you're still in the green. But of course, if you bought at the peak, then you know, you're in the red. But let's take it back. Now, when you look at April 14, 2021, what's very interesting is on April 14, 2021, the market cap was only 15 billion. So you look at how the market cap went from 15 to 72 billion. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that's really, really, really good. And you go ahead and you look at the prices. Was it going for? On April 14th, it opened at $0.09, cents and it closed at 12 So if you bought a month ago, you look at, okay, it closed today. It doesn't really close, but the information that I'm looking at on coinmarketcap.com Let's just go by the open. I'm, when you look at what it opened at today at 49 cents. So if you bought a month ago, you're fine. Now, if you plan on holding it long term, it's a different story. I don't know what to tell you. I can't predict the future. But Dogecoin so far seems to be taking care of itself. It's maintaining its value. It's not t plummeting ridiculously and when it does plummet it recovers which is a great thing overall now the thing i want to talk about is when you invest in something or you're looking at dogecoin as a median of something that's going to increase over time then you have to understand the risk you're taking on now, I know in my previous podcast, I kind of rambled on and said, hey, if you're going to invest in something like Dogecoin, please use the money that you don't mind throwing out of the window or throwing out on the street or putting on fire or donating. 
at least if you're donating something and you do your research and it's going to a cause you believe in, it's actually going to be put to use. But what I'm trying to say overall is don't donate money you need on the something into something that's very volatile. And I know I'm not the first one to say it. I'm not going to be the last. And of course, because I'm talking about finances, I have to say that I'm not a financial expert. Just as a little disclosure, I'm not a financial expert. And I'm not going to be the person that's going to tell you what to do to change your life positively. Well, I may or may not be if you actually listen and decide to implement some of the things I discuss, then you find yourself actually doing well. The only thing I pretty much talk about is live below your means if you can afford to do so. And some people right now, depending on who's listening, they may be living above their means. So they really can't afford to live below their means because they took on responsibility that's causing them to live above their means. And in order for them to live below their means, they have to greatly scale back, which is not an easy thing to do, depending on your circumstances. So if you still have enough room to actually budget yourself, then it's great to try to live below your means. And as you get older or progress in your career and start to make more money, then you could adjust accordingly. And of course, as you adjust accordingly and you continue to live below your means, then you could slowly increase your lifestyle. Like, for example, let's say you start off making $50,000 a year. This is just a rough number. It doesn't mean anything, right? Try to live off of $25,000 a year. Now, let's say... Six years from now, you go from 50 to 100. Well, if you only live off half of that, now you're living off of $50,000 a year. And of course, since your lifestyle is going to change because you're making more money, but you're still living below your means because you're not spending every single dollar you earn. Now, what you want to try to do is live off of half of what you take home and try to invest the remaining amount. Why? Because most jobs out out there don't offer a pension. So when you decide to retire, you have to be able to live off of something if your job doesn't offer a pension or you're not a trust fund baby, meaning that somebody did the work previously and you were lucky enough to inherit that. So... You really don't have to do anything depending on how they've prepared the paperwork. So the only thing you may be stuck with is a tax liability. But if they had decent attorneys, the tax liability is not going to be so impactful. But that was just me going off on a tangent. So to summarize what I just said, live below your means, create a budget for yourself that you can live off of for the rest of your life. And when it comes to creating a budget, that all falls on you. You got to ask yourself, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? If I want to be able to invest in to crypto memes, 
then I need to be able to make X number of dollars to take care of my bills and also be able to have enough, enough disposable income to where I have sufficient funds to throw at things that I don't rely on showing a return. Granted, all of this does not happen overnight. It takes time. So, going back to Deutschcoin, just looking at the data in itself, just looking at the data, when you look at the data a month from now, the best strategy has been is to simply buy and hold. And when you look at it overall, it has done a great job showing an upward trend. There has been days where it has dipped, but the cryptocurrency itself overall is showing an upward trend, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Whether or not it's going to continue showing upward trend next week or a month from now, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But if you continue to hold and you bought in early, I'm pretty sure there is a high probability you will be fine. Now, this is what you got to ask yourself. You got to know you need to have an escape plan. In other words, you have to decide how much do you want to make off your investment? Do you want to make 20%, 30%, or do you want to double your money? You want to quadruple your money? That's all up to you. Because that right there will dictate how long you want to stay in the game. So once you establish how much you want to earn, then when, when you reach that goal or the cryptocurrency itself reaches that point, you should go ahead and sell. Of course, remember to factor in taxes because you're going to be stuck with capital gains tax. You're going to have to pay some sort of tax off your capital gains. So account for that. So what else should I talk about? What else is in my head right now? Oh, yeah. So hmm, I'm trying to think what else came up. Huh. can't really think of anything. Nothing is coming to my head right now, unfortunately. If you hear something in the background, it's my AC running. Why? Because where I'm staying at right now, it's getting kind of hot, so decided to record this podcast, and I didn't want to record this podcast in the heat, so decided to turn on the AC and cool down the room. So if there is some kind of noise in the background, that's what you're hearing right now. Hmm. So far, this week's been pretty good for me. Busy working and the weather's been good. Weather's been great. Can't really complain too much, which is a good thing. Overall, it was, it was fun listening to the Dogecoin, excuse me, the Dogecoin drama especially after SNL. There was so much bickering and talking, especially the next day. I can't tell you how many YouTubers I saw just commenting on the SNL show. 
And a lot of YouTubers and people online pointed out that SNL has not been funny for quite some time, which personally, in my own personal opinion, has been true. There's a handful of skits every now and then that SNL will come out with and you know, have you cracking up. But for the most part, I forget it's even on. It's just there. It's one of those shows to where everyone's just gotten used to just being there. So... That's just how it is. I don't know how many people on average actually tune into the show and watch it. I'm pretty sure most of its views actually come from the YouTube clips that they post on the website. But people actually tuning in and watching the show from start to finish, I'm pretty sure the numbers are not what they used to be. So, but yeah, there was... Plenty of criticism online about May 8th's SNL show with Elon. It's kind of quiet now. Everyone is talking about the market, which is going down. It's They've been talking about that for a couple of months. How it's... The market's been showing an upward trend for quite some time. So now everyone is speculating. The market's reached the point to where it's going to have to show a downward trend. It's going to have to correct itself. Because the stock market has been overhyped. There's been a lot of money. There has been a lot of money that's been going into the stock market. A lot of borrowed money, to say the very least which is insane. It just shows how a lot of people that are going into the stock market for the first time, instead of looking at the stock market as a long-term investment, a lot of people are going into the stock market hoping to make a quick buck. So everyone wants to get into day trading, but they don't have the money but they're like, hey, you know, they'll loan me a line of credit, so I'll go ahead and gamble on that. And unfortunately, the odds are not in their favor. So you get a lot of new retail investors coming in and actually losing a lot of money. If you go on the subreddit Wall Street Bets, you will see a lot of that. A lot of people losing money. Believe it or not, those are actually real people. Some are some posts are fake, of course, but it's actually real people. Real people that take big risks, and sometimes it works out, and a lot of times it really does not work out. But you got to decide what kind of person. You want to be what kind of investor do you want to be? Do you want to be a short term or long term investor at the end of the day? Everyone has that choice, just like everything in life. We all have choices and we all have to face the consequences depending on what the outcome is. So, but yeah, that is all I had on today's podcast. Nothing really. To talk about well I can't really think of too much to talk about so I hope some of you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward 
to doing another episode. Hopefully, all of you can tune in and listen. Thank you for listening.